Bible Fellowship devotional designed to make sure that you've got the nourishment that you need to make it through this difficult time of COVID-19 social distancing. We're glad you've joined us again today. We're going to read Acts 10, verses 1 through 6 for our text this morning. The word of the Lord says this, In Caesarea there lived a Roman army officer named Cornelius, who was a captain of the Italian regiment. He was a devout, God-fearing man, as was everyone in his household. He gave generously to the poor and prayed regularly to God. One afternoon, about three o'clock, he had a vision in which he saw an angel of God coming toward him. Cornelius, the angel said. Cornelius stared at him in terror. What is it, sir, he asked the angel. And the angel replied, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have been received by God as an offering. Now send some men to Joppa and summon a man named Simon Peter. He's staying with a tanner who lives near the seashore. This is the word of the Lord. We want to talk about hearing God today. If God were to speak to you, what do you imagine that it might be like? Most of us probably imagine that it would be highly dramatic like the one we've read about in today's passage. Cornelius, a Roman officer, was an unexpected candidate for an encounter with God through an angel. He wasn't a member of God's chosen people, the Jews. He was a foreigner in their land, and he was an official of an occupying power, a hostile power that was holding the Jewish people in submission in their own homeland. Well, true, he was thought about in a kindly way by those he ruled over, He seems to have been a compassionate man. The text tells us that he often gave to the poor and apparently kept a regular prayer time around three o'clock every afternoon. More unusual still, he prayed to the Jewish God, to Yahweh. Now, what's up with this guy? If he's not Jewish, why is he praying to the Jewish God? And why is he so nice to the Jewish people? Whatever the reason for which Cornelius felt the need to do those things, We're told in the text that those facts had something to do with what happened one Thursday afternoon on a warm day in Caesarea. Cornelius was apparently in his regular afternoon devotional time praying to Yahweh. In the midst of this private time alone in his house, suddenly an angel from God showed up with a message. Send a Joppa for a man named Peter. He will tell you what you should do. It was a message from God, and it was all very dramatic. This is probably the way most of us picture these kinds of things occurring, and we probably think that this is the way it would happen to us if God were to ever speak to us personally. The rest of the story follows along well-known lines. Cornelius sent for Peter, and Peter came. Peter preached the good news about Jesus to Cornelius and his friends, and Cornelius' whole household became Christians. It's a wonderful story of God seeking an outsider and making the man in his whole circle of outsider friends insiders. And of course, this is the kind of thing that only happens in the Bible, right? Angels don't drop in unannounced today. God doesn't seem to speak personally to people any longer, right? Well, no, not right at all. God still speaks to ordinary people who need him, even in our own day. You know, as I read this passage this morning, I noticed God speaking to another man farther down in the, in the text. He was speaking to Peter. Peter was sitting on a roof around noon, having his devotional time, and what do you know? 
a vision from heaven preparing him to go to Caesarea and to preach to Cornelius. Another spectacular moment only found in the Bible, right? Well, not when you look closely. This same pattern happens over and over again in the book of Acts. Think about it. There was a man named Ananias of Damascus in chapter 9 who was having devotions one morning when the Lord spoke to him, sending him to pray for another outsider who was in trouble, a fellow by the name of Saul of Tarsus, whom we know today as the Apostle Paul. And then in chapter 13, we find the elders of the church at Antioch worshiping the Lord and fasting. In other words, they were having a corporate devotional time. And what happened? The Holy Spirit spoke to them and said, Set Barnabas and Saul apart for the work to which I've called them. And still later in chapter 16, we encounter the Apostle Paul in Troas, apparently having a devotional time in the middle of the night, when the Holy Spirit gave him a vision of a man from Macedonia saying, Come over here and help us. So a discernible pattern begins to emerge as we read our Bible. God usually speaks most clearly to his people when they seek his face in devotional times. Let me ask you something. If God speaks to you in the quiet of your heart during your devotional time, is that enough for you? The God who made you, the God who saved you, the God who has a place prepared for you in heaven is willing to speak to you every morning in your private devotional time. God still speaks. Do you have a devotional life? Well, if not, maybe that's why he seems so distant to you. Why not plan to seek his face each morning? You can be sure that he has something that he wants to say to you personally. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you that you're the speaking voice of God and that you delight to meet with your children each morning and to give us the help that we so badly need for life in a broken, fallen world. Encourage each of your children to seek your face daily so that we can be refreshed and instructed, and we'll thank you for it. Hear our prayer for your sake, Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, join us here Monday through Friday for more devotionals from the BFC pastoral staff, and join us Sundays for our online services, and now on site at 9 a.m. and at 11 a.m. each Sunday. Please visit our website, bfcsebring.com, for more resources. Follow us on Facebook at BFC Family for service updates and other helpful articles. Thanks again for joining us today. Be blessed. Be blessed.